Hello, welcome back to our podcast series from the iTech Center. We are a national training and technical assistance center developed and operated by John Snow, Inc. and Westat to support health centers fully optimize their electronic health record and health IT systems. In this series, we highlight people and teams doing innovative work, supporting health centers recover from the challenges posed by COVID-19 pandemic and how the promise of digital and health IT tools can help our patients in health centers. I'm Emma and Sarah, Clinical Advisor for the High Tech Center. In this episode, you have the chance to listen in on a conversation between High Tech's Training and Technical Assistance Advisor, Natalie Truesdell, and Nadia Vargas, Community Referral Coordinator for Mountain Family Health Center in Colorado, as they talk about referrals for social needs using the Community Resource Network. The CRN is a platform that integrates with the Western Colorado Health Information Exchange to connect patients with community resources for social needs. There are two aspects to this podcast that I appreciate. One, I really love hearing how a health center has moved beyond screening for social determinants of health to closing the loop on referrals to community-based partners. Rather than recreating new systems, they've used locally available resources such as platforms in the HIE, and this has benefits for their health center patients and the larger community. I think there's a lot to celebrate and learn from here. And I'll mention that not only do Nadia and Natalie talk about the specifics of how Mountain Family makes referrals, but Nadia offers help to colleagues who may have questions and requests for additional details. Number two, additionally, I love hearing from Nadia and the evolution that her role has taken at the health center as she's transitioned from a medical assistant to community referral coordinator. I hope you enjoy listening to this jam-packed episode. Hello and welcome. My name is Natalie Truesdell and I'm the High Tech Center's Training and Technical Assistance Advisor. And today we're really pleased to have our guest, Nadia Vargas, who's with us from Mountain Family Health Center. And she's going to talk to us a little bit about the social needs screening process at her health center and how coordination platforms support local health information exchange to boost community-wide health. And we know that during the pandemic, it just lifted up the multitude of social needs that people are experiencing, made them more visible than ever, as well as contributed to increased needs that our communities have been facing through the, the pandemic period. So really excited to have you here today, Nadia, to talk about the innovations your health center has been making to support your patients, specifically on their social needs and how technology is supporting that. So before I get into my questions, Nadia, I would love for you to just share a little bit about your role at the health center. Great, thank you. Nadia, I am the community referral coordinator with Mountain Family. Started my journey with Mountain Family about seven years ago. Um, I began as a medical assistant, so I supported one of our family nurse practitioners here. I then transitioned into the complex care department and supported our case managers in that role with social determinants of health. And then finally, we made a whole department to support our patients with social determinants of health needs. That's wonderful. Well, again, we're so excited to have you here to to share what you've been learning with your colleagues and would love for you to start by just sharing a little bit about how you at the health center, your, you and your team at the health center are working with patients to, to address social needs, just like the overall process. And, you know, obviously we could probably spend an hour about that, but just how you guys are thinking about it right now. Yeah. So we, um, we have four clinics throughout 
the valley here. And so we have Rifle, Glenwood Springs, Basalt, Avon, and soon Gypsum. Um, we are screening our patients with AHCM screening tool. So all of our patients who are coming into Mount Family for a medical appointment are getting a screener completed every six months. The medical assistants will take the screener after their visit and then hand it to myself and the team for us to review. After we kind of look at the screener and we can identify kind of what our patients are struggling with, we'll then gather some resources and, and talk to them via phone call or in person um, about what resources can support their needs. And so, and then we, we connect them to these agencies using a platform called CRN. But we do get referrals from in three ways. One of them would be the screeners that we're completing. Um, the other one would come from a provider or anybody really at Mount Family who's talked to a patient. So if you're just having a conversation with, with our patient and they bring up housing or food insecurities, anything at all, then they'll gen generate a referral into um, the community resource team, and then we can reach out to them again via phone call or in person. And then the third way is our community partners. Anybody in the, in the Valley, anybody who's on CRN can also make referrals into Mount Family, and then we can address social determinants in that way too. Great. That's nice just to hear the ways that people get connected um, with the services you guys offer and, and supporting social needs. You know, you, you talked very briefly about the documentation and the technology piece. I'd like to dig in deeper on that. How does technology support your team in information sharing? And, you know, what does the documentation and communication look like, both internally at, um, across the team and, and with external partners? Yeah, so in um, we use NextGen OSIS throughout Mount Family, and so we can complete our internal referrals that way, and then they come to what's called the test box. And so those referrals get sent to the community resource task box, and then we pick up from there. So all of our documentation is available in the case management template. So you can see how many calls were made based on this particular concern or issue that the patient brings up. And then the rest is found under the telephone communication. So anybody across the, the Mount family teams can open that up and kind of really see what we talked about our patients. They can see the list of resources we provided on there. And then to help us even more, um, we have what's called CRN, which stands for Community Resource Network. It's a platform created by the Quality Network team. So we've been working with CRN for a little bit over a year, I want to say. Um, and so since we joined, it's just been so nice to have because it's really just a platform where we communicate with one another, whether it's a patient from Glenwood or Avon, we find our resources in CRN. And so CRN allows for my team and I to send a referral to an organization electronically. And so we can skip the whole faxing and try to get a hold of each other through the phone and play that phone tag. Um, we can just kind of send a message to the other organizations and just say whatever our patient's struggling with, we all will make it 
and we'll make a message on there and just kind of say, can you help with this? So by us sharing in that way, then the receiving agency will get the full name and the phone number and then whatever comments we attach. So depending on each organization, you can accept referrals or you can or you can just say, you know, people can say that they've talked about our organization and log a referral versus actually sending a referral. So we have what's called partners and non-partners. So when you're a partner in CRN, it just means you you are accepting electronic referrals. And so you can make electronic referrals and you can receive electronic referrals. If you're not necessarily ready to receive them, you can still make them and people can log to you just saying, you know, we talked to this patient about this resource and we provided them your phone number. A lot of our organizations in the Roaring Ford Valley are becoming partners. So it's making it super, super easy for us to connect our patients with, with local resources. Salvation Army is one that has recently joined us. And so it's been, it's been so nice to just have him on because I mean, I just had a patient before coming on here and she's needing just some financial support for her house and then her medical expenses. So before I jumped on this with you, I was able to just send a message over and say, hey, you know, this patient is needing some support at home. Can you please call her? And so I just, it, it's very, very easy to, to navigate. They will update their resource list. I want to say monthly. And so even if we're just kind of thinking about what resources may be available to help our patients with their particular need, we can come on CRN and it'll have a nice dashboard that kind of has subcategories. So we can click on food and it'll give us a list of food resources that we can provide them with. The Department of Human Services office are also on CRN. Most of them are partners. And so Right now, as we kind of go through the whole redetermination process for Medicaid and food stamps for our patients, you know, if somebody's just needing a little bit extra help with their process, we can come on CRN and just ask the navigator to reach out to our patients because they don't want their benefits to go away. They're just having a hard time submitting documents or, you know, they're not sure if they're going to qualify anymore. So if we make the referral that way, then I can also say, see when they've picked up my referral, if they're working on it. So Nadia, when we left off, you were talking a little bit about the communication with providers, especially I think in the context of people having to work on their Medicaid applications and the navigation supports to do that. And yeah, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of different folks that are getting this information um, within the system. If you could say just a little more about, you know, how the providers are using the system and the clinical team. So, you know, I think um, I do see that we might integrate CRN more as a more as a tool for the rest of the of the clinic sites as we start seeing more of the of the specialty clinics join CRN as partners, because like I said, it's just another form that we can talk to these offices, get our patients in, get them scheduled, and then also get these records back. And so when we often go through like the faxing, I mean, we don't know the status of that referral. We don't know if they've been scheduled unless the other office 
is kind enough to call us and let us know that our patient hasn't made it in. But with everybody struggling with staffing and all that, we're not seeing a lot of that. So I do see that the providers might join CRN later on and also take a, take the benefit of being able to kind of see what the status of these referrals are. So for right now, it, it's only my myself, our community referral techs, and our behavioral health advocates that are using CRN. So we're kind of that middleman between these community resources and our providers. So we'll often just share it within the patient's chart if we have an app update about where this, the referral kind of is. And so we'll just get, kind of keep them updated that way about what's what the status is of this referral. Yeah, and as you mentioned, you know, it's been, everyone struggles so much with getting that follow-up information from referrals, whether it's to other specialists, medical specialists, or social service providers. So it sounds like this is a huge leap forward from what most people are experiencing in terms of having confirmation on what happened once they make a referral. And you guys just started doing this a year ago, right? So it's still relatively new as an organization. Yeah, I think, I mean, we used CRN a little bit before that, but not as much as we are now. We started our screeners um, at our Glenwood office in the fall. And so this last week, we just started in in two more clinics. And so um, we'll, we'll be pretty busy the next couple, couple of weeks trying to help everybody. But it's been, it's been really, really helpful to have CRN and kind of just make the whole kind of loop around that referral. And so, I mean, even when we're calling these patients based on the screener, a lot of their feedback is like, you know, I didn't actually think somebody was going to call me about it. And so, so it's been kind of nice. I mean, patients do communicate with each other. So it's kind of nice that they're talking about us helping them. So, so yeah, when they, when one of our patients first said that, he was like, oh, you know, I just kind of wrote this down, but I didn't think anybody would care to call me and make sure that I had a living situation arranged for myself. So, so it's been kind of nice to kind of be one to stand out that we are calling our patients. We do care and we do want to make sure they're, they're well in all aspects. Well, you are already gone into the next question I was going to ask you in terms of what the benefits have been to patients and with the end of the public health emergency, you've already referenced, like there are changes and benefits for folks. And this is kind of a precarious time. I know I also hear about, you know, housing is a challenge everywhere across the country and the housing protections people had during the pandemic with less eviction and, you know, some protection on rent control, all of those things are going away. So I can imagine that you guys are just as busy or busier than ever. <laughs> is that true for you guys? Is the number of referral and neat patient needs yeah. increasing? Yes. And I think, you know, we've seen a lot of food lately. I think with the program redetermination, a lot of people aren't aware or they've relocated, so they're not getting their mail. And so, I mean, there's all kinds of barriers there, but we're at least hopeful that we can kind of 
guide them in the right direction. So in, in Garfield County, we work very closely with their navigator and she's mainly the one that picks up most of our CRN referrals. Um, and so it's kind of nice because with, with some of the other agencies, um, we'll have like a monthly meeting so that we can just review all of our referrals, either the ones we've made to them or the ones they've made to us. It's also been a, a really nice way to get patients into Mountain Family. And so if somebody's already working with somebody or if this person has been frequenting the emergency department often, then the emergency department can also be like, you know, I think this patient just needs to be seen by a primary care provider. So we're able to help with those appointments as well. That sounds like a really important piece of this, right? In terms of now it's easier for your partners connect people they're seeing with needs with you than maybe it was in the past to make those referrals in for those with primary care needs. Yep. So yeah, we all, we're all trying hard to kind of stay connected within CRN. And then, I mean, you know, that's, that's, if we just update our status, like, you know, I talk to them, they're enrolled with our services, then, you know, that's a lot, something less they have to worry about. So if, the patient, if this patient comes in again, then they can just kind of resend a message to me on CRN and let me know that they're maybe needing to be, see us again. So we're doing a lot of work there too. Yeah, I mean, just so many exciting pieces of this. I mean, what are you working on in terms of what you want to improve or change going forward in terms of both the CRN and how your internal processes work with the CRN? It sounds like it's been an incredible tool for you. Is there anything else you're you're working to adapt going forward? Um, you know, we are hopeful, we are conducting our screeners in paper. And so we're hopeful that we find a, a process where we can screen maybe using technology. And so then the only thing that would change would be myself and the team not entering the screeners manually into CRN, but maybe they just become a part of CRN and we can capture them that way. I think one other thing I would think about and or to improve the process with technology is just more of these organizations joining as partners. So we still have a couple that we can say, you know, we talked to the patient about you, but they're not actually getting that referral. And so I think the more we show what the needs are in, in our small community, then maybe we, we can have other, other organizations join us as partners and then we can make that referral um, electronically versus the phone call or the fax. Absolutely. Can you say a little more just in terms of that process of bringing partners on board? Who's doing that outreach to educate them about the system and the benefits and encourage them to join? Yeah, I know CRNs, I want to say um, she is there. I'm trying to think of her, of her title. I think she's the director of community relations or something like that, but she, Sherry Corey, um, is who we talk to if we're interested in becoming partners or even just being a part of CRN at all. And so, and I mean, sometimes we'll talk within like one another. And so we'll bring up CRN and then we can kind of introduce them to Sherry and then they can talk about ways to, to get themselves on CRN. I know she mentioned having a couple of grants to start um, any 
like smaller organizations or something, you know, like um, on CRN. And then, you know, if if it works for their agency, then maybe it's something they want to do long term. So it's it's been very accessible to everybody. So I think um, a lot of Garfield counties on there, um, parts of Eagle County, and then we've seen a lot of Mesa County in there too. So even if our patient isn't necessarily within the Roaring Fork Valley, we can still kind of make some referrals to other agencies, even if they're not within my direct kind of county here. It sounds like it's actually really an, a, a point that I don't want to, un, to gloss over is the fact that you have this support from the CRN to do that outreach and education to get other partners on board. I mean, that can be a lot of work for a health center in itself, just developing those partnership agreements. So it sounds like you have their support to do that, which is really nice. Yeah. And they'll do the training and they'll offer trainings throughout um, throughout the year. And so if maybe we're not feeling our strongest making referrals or we're not feeling our strongest with consents, they will offer some training throughout the year so that anybody who's kind of needing a refresher or maybe how do I improve um, my numbers in this area, we can join those as well. So they've been really, really, really great to us in that piece as well. That's so fantastic. I mean, this just sounds like uh, use of technology that really does have an impact on people's daily lives and solved a problem that we hear from health centers about all the time is we can make referrals. We never know what happens. <laughs> so having that information yeah. um, to you as a, a health center is really fantastic. Uh, one more question for you, and that's related to that the data piece. I think you all have a, a really nice dashboard, is my understanding, that um, allows you to look at what's happened uh, across um, the patients you're working with. Can you just talk a little bit about that in terms of your ability to use the system to track at an organization or at an individual level the patients you're working with? Yeah, so in our in our dashboard, anybody who you've referred to any agency, it'll stay on there. So even if you made a referral a couple of weeks ago, not sure kind of what happened as a partner, you when somebody refers into you, I mean, you, whenever you do get a hold of the patient, whenever you do enroll them or help them with, with an application or whatever it is we do with the patient, um, we go in there and update kind of what our process has been. So we can also make notes in the client's profile. So if we want to just kind of let the other agency know, you know, I've tried to get in touch with them this many times. Um, but I haven't necessarily been successful. And so if somebody's kind of wondering why a referral was declined, they can also go into that profile and kind of look at those notes and just get a little bit more information. So we also do have a report that was custom made for Mountain Family and my team. And so that will allow us to see how many referrals went out to the food banks, how many referrals we made into the housing agencies, It'll also keep track of how many incoming referrals we got. So who were our partners that needed male family services throughout the month? And so, like I mentioned, that's what allows us to see kind of where the needs are. And so throughout April, even March, we saw our food one just kind of go up. We were giving out more food bank resources and then maybe less referrals to Department of Human Services. So some people just knew they were over the income and so they didn't necessarily want to 
apply again, or maybe they they were told they were over income. And so we've seen those numbers go up quite a bit. And it's just awesome to compare month to month. Like this is where we were at the beginning of the year. And this is where we're at now. So it's very nice to kind of see those reports. And then I share those with, with our clinic every month so that they can also be in the loop about where we're struggling more with and then what kind of needs more more attention and more support from the staff at Mount Family and the community in general. So I think with those reports, we are really showing that we, we're trying to help. This is what the needs are. And so we're just kind of reaching out to our community partners too when we are needing that help with certain needs. What, what a, again, a wonderful resource to have that data for the whole organization in terms of the, the needs. And, and you're really able to look at that, how that's shifting over time. And as you said, that gives you insight in terms of what does Mountain Family need to do to better support our patients based on that information. It's population health, that data that we are all striving for. So just, just wonderful to hear what you guys are doing and really appreciate you being able to share the story with the health centers through HiTech. Is there any last thing you'd want to share with everyone in terms of what you've liked about having access to this tool and working with your colleagues on it? No, I mean, I think if you, if you work in healthcare at all, if you're seeing patients, if you're really wanting to support your community, I think CRN has been a really, really awesome tool to use to connect those patients and to really show what we're struggling with so that we can get maybe some funding for social determinants of health. So yeah, I would encourage if anybody who's um, interested, we can send those over to Sherry and I'm sure she'd love to engage in, in CRN too. Well, thanks again, Nadia. I think we can we can close the conversation there and we wish you well and good work with all your partners going forward. Thanks so much. Thank you, Natalie. The HITECH Center is a HRSA Bureau of Primary Healthcare funded National Training and TA Partner, or NTAP. We thank HRSA for this funding and our team at JSI and Westat for their work supporting health centers to better utilize health IT and EHRs to be data-driven organizations that provide comprehensive, high-quality, and well-documented care. For more information and resources, please visit www.hitechcenter.org. That's www.h i t e q center dot org